Ryan, my friend. Hey, Albert. How's it going? Good. We should we should welcome everyone to episode five of Don't Be an Idiom, the podcast where we explore the origin stories of common idioms and phrases. Oh yeah, that sounds good. For all of our listeners out there, we have a special treat for you. The treat is, is the oh, Nelson Touch. I'm holding right here. For uh, our listeners, in episode two, Albert went on an extensive history of Admiral Horatio Nelson. It was more extensive than you think, actually. <laughs> Who a lot was of res- that's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> Who was responsible for the idiom, turn a blind eye. Mm-hmm. Our friend let us know that there was um, some bottom shelf rum called Admiral Nelson's Rum. Yeah, thanks, Mira. And yeah, thank you. So obviously we immediately thought that we should probably make a mixed drink out of that. Yeah, actually it was kind of a cute little scene there because I, I came over to Ryan's, which is where we do the podcast. And I was like, hey, buddy, I got you a little something. Opens it up. There's Admiral Nelson's rum. And he goes, wait a second. And he runs into the cupboard. He's like, look what I got you. We, so we, we both bought each other each bottles other of Admiral Nelson's secretly. rum. That wow, was great. So, you know, we drank it. We drank it. So we made a mixed drink drunk. called the Nelson Touch. And uh, it's it's one shot of rum. Admiral, Nelson, Admiral, Admiral Nelson's, Nelson's rum, rum, who we're going to try to get a sponsorship from. Yeah, one shot of brandy because his body, after he died, was, it was kept preserved, in, it was preserved in, brandy. in brandy. So we thought that would be good. Um, some triple sec because uh, oranges ward off scurvy. That's right. Which, uh, you know, sailors get. Right. Modern sailors are still getting it. Still they getting have it. not figured it out. They haven't figured it out yet. Um, some bitters, splash of lemon. Because life is bitter. Life is bitter. It's so bitter. Bittersweet. And a splash of orange. And uh, Oh, and then the, the final touch is one of those sword toothpicks yeah. with um, two maraschino Got a cherries on maraschines on here. And it's delicious. It is. It might already be an actual drink, but this is what we call the Nelson yeah. Touch. Cheers, Albert. Cheers, buddy. All right. Look at us. We got our own podcast. We got our own drink. We got a sponsor on the way. <laughs> Life is good. L-I-G. They're going to be banging down the door to sponsor us. That's right. They're just going to be sending us cases of Admiral Nelson rum. Yes. And pizza. <sighs> All of the pizza. Oh, God. I want pizza. Yeah. What else is going on? Oh, well, we saw... We, well... We went to an interesting show last quite night. Quite a show last night. Yes, we did. Yeah. It was um, a, punk, a punk show, punk metal show. Yeah. Every, the night started off very promising. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then uh, somebody took their pants off and tried to do a, a set. Yeah. There was a band with a, a female lead singer who... Um, yeah. What were they called? Sire. Sire. They perform... She performs without any any pants or underwear on. Yeah. It's a very... It's a very... Uh, Intense experience, but they got cut off halfway through their uh, their first song. song. So, but but it was it was it was. I thought it was interesting while it lasted. Yeah, it was it was very interesting and scary. I feel Um, like you're still feeling weird from it. You know, I actually it took going out into the sun today to get over it. Because I'll tell you, man, it was it was a dark night, and uh, you know, so they 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 started playing some black metal and instantly got cut off and. then she was like, well, I guess I'll just attack the audience. And then so yeah, there was did. that. Yeah. And then she was like, well, I guess I'll just attack the bouncer. Yeah, she did it. Yeah. And she was bleeding by the end. She was bleeding by the end. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly where from. Right. Well, they're from Providence, Rhode Island. 
Yeah. You got to go down there. I think we should see their next performance. I would love to. Actually, tried to buy a shirt, but guys didn't have any mediums. The shirt could have been on the podcast. What are you doing? Medium is like, you should have mediums, right? I think it's because, you know, I'm so average. They just sell out. They're like, oh, what? You want the average? Average So does everyone. Average Albert. Good old average Albert. (laughs) Average Albert. Hmm. Um, the other thing we were going to say before we, we jump into our, our two new idiom stories. Oh, the big stories. news? Yeah, the, the big, big, big news? <laughs> the biggest news, you, some ah. of you might follow us on Instagram, where we post a lot of great stuff. All of the best. All of the best Images stuff. from the entire internet. So good, actually, that Adam Carolla, Adam Carolla of The Man Show, the and, infamous Man Show. Yeah, and whatever he's doing now, he's got a show now, too. He has a podcast now. What's he, what he, is it? He liked one of our our he liked our black dog Instagram yeah. posts. Yeah, I'm so curious. Now we're friends. We're basically friends connected in that way. That's a meaningful connection. He's probably That's... frantically trying to get a hold of us. So we're just, <laughs> just gonna give him Ryan's phone number right for now for that email. Five 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 Adam Carolla. So yeah, and uh, I, I'm I'm really curious about which hashtag he. He yeah, kind of led him to, yeah. to that. What was on the list that day? So many. I have. I just. I put a hashtag like, Adam Carolla. Bl- <laughs> yeah, maybe he was looking for himself. There's like, a black dog hashtag. Maybe to. maybe he likes black dogs. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm a comedian, so I'm also, clearly depressed. <laughs> well, definitely depressed. There's also the the name of the Polish artist who is responsible for the painting that I posted. Maybe he. Uh, maybe he really loves. He's a big art. fan of loves Polish art. You know. Ay. <sighs> But so anyway, it's been a it's been a big week for us. Huge yeah. week, yeah. Huge week for the podcast. Mm. Just waiting to break into that top ten. I think it's coming. Yeah, on iTunes. Yeah, it feels good. Feels like we're rocking into the top. Rocking to the top. All right, Albert. Let's figure out who's going first today. Let's figure it out, baby. Chicken bone time. Sylvan procured any chicken bones, but I I did um, bring up some backgammon dice. Nice. There you go. Never played backgammon. Backgammon's a great game. Actually. I... All right, so whoever gets the highest uh, roll goes first. All right, same time? Yep. Z's? Yep. One, Go. two, three? Yep. I've got five. Whoa, I've got ten. The double five. Jeez. Look at that. Gosh. Look at that. You're just a winner. I am. I'm a winning man. All right, let's go. Let's hear it. What's All right. Your, what's your idiom for the day? All right, buddy. So, you know, I've been having this feeling this week that I was like, oh, boy, you kind of mentioned it yourself. Oh, yeah, I did it. We had- I feel like we have the same idiom yeah. this week. Yeah. Just only from when we've been hanging out. We've been hanging out for the last you know hour or so. And it's just something about the day. Yeah. Makes me feel like we maybe researched the same one. Yeah. And you know, like we do not talk about the idioms. No. We, we wouldn't. don't. No. No. Wouldn't do that. But there is something about just the feeling of the day. Wow. So I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> it. And it. I'm going to wait for your reaction, baby. What is it? Well, Ryan, I think we might have seen this last night because huh. somebody was running amok. Wow. It's not it? It's not it. Oh, my God. But that is great. Yeah. And my idiom this week is kind of similar to running amok. All right. Well, don't tell me yet. No, I'm not going to tell you yet. Okay. But I, I love that you chose that one. Uh, me too. I, I feel like, like we're getting closer every week I to, know. to picking the same one. Syncing up. Running amok. Running amok. Great. So, what do you think it means in the modern day use? Running amok means going 
hog wild, getting crazy. I like that. Just uh, causing chaos out in public. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the official definition is to behave in a frenzied, out of control, or unrestrained manner. Right. And uh, I like the synonym of you can run riot or, uh, you know, don't forget the old classic going postal. Going postal. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty classic. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like today it's used pretty innocently, you know, that's just kind of like, oh, you know, the, the babysitter f- fell asleep and the kids are just uh, running amok. Innocent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or like your computer has gone a little crazy. Yeah. I don't know if actually anyone's ever said my computer's running amok. Yeah. I feel like I've texted some gals and be like, come on, let's get a couple of drinks and we'll go run amok. Have you said that? I before? actually I actually have. Oh. And um like they didn't. You can't suggest running amok. They <laughs> it has to just happen it has naturally. To happen naturally. Yeah. I have run amok. Yeah. In the I've way, seen you run amok. I, oh yeah. <laughs> yo yeah yo. Oh yeah, yo yeah. <laughs> You know, I love, I, I like the idea of using it in kind of like a fun, like, let's just go paint the town red, you right. know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. We got to do that one too. We have to. <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. So, um, do you want to, you want to give, give a guess? Of, uh, running oh, wait, a muck. did I, where no, it comes no, I from? Yeah, yeah. So, origin guess. Mm-hmm. Running a muck. Um, God, I, the word a muck, is that A-M-O-K? I am so glad you asked it, Rye, because right the way that we have it now preserved in our dictionaries and such, it's A-M-O-K, all right? So right. run amok. Right. But it's also been spelled A-M-U-C-K and A-M-U-K. Okay. So it all, right. all kind of... I've, I've, I've got an origin guess, I think. Okay. All right. So people came and settled in America mm-hmm. um, and... Native Americans were obviously hanging here already peacefully. Right. Right. Just enjoying nature. Enjoying the tree. Then a bunch of, you know, white assholes showed up and they're like, okay, that's cool. We're going to show you how to make corn. We're going to treat you to, you know, a nice little smoking fest. And then they go, all right, well, thank you very much. Now we're going to slaughter all of you mercilessly. Yeah. So um, that forced, uh, naturally, the Native Americans to um, react violently, Uh wildly. Mm -hmm. And maybe there was a specific tribe who had a name that was similar to a muck. This uh, is good. Yeah. This is good guessing right here. um, So so that's my guess. I mean... I, like to me, that makes perfect sense. That might be our our most reasonable guess yet. I'm trying to keep it reasonable. Yeah, that's all I want. To um, it's reasonable, but, but it's, it's wrong. wrong. Yeah, not the first time. Well, here's the thing. I'm actually not gonna tell you what the the actual origin is yet because yeah. there's a popular false etymology that I would just like to. Knock out of the park here, real quick. Yeah, you just want not wanna, not in a good way. I don't want to chop that down. I want to knock it out and stay out of the park. In case people have heard of a specific origin story running amok, you're gonna say this is definitely not it. Yeah, because okay. it's kind of a you could see how you would we would go there with it. But so a popular false etymology of running amok is when sailors used to run the ships aground because they were getting too close to land. Yeah, yeah. And they were literally in the muck. The muck. So you're running the ship amok, into the muck. Yeah. We Not- were ta- actually, we talked about muck raking last week. Hey. Briefly, because we were talking about mud raking. Hey there. Yeah. All right. So so a ship running into the muck. That ain't That it. does not sound right. Get out of here. No. 
In fact, you know what? You can go and fool your friends. Tell them it is that. <laughs> and then tell all the hot girls in the room, what an ass. What an ass. Can you believe where this guy thinks running amok came from? <laughs> Get on out of Dodge. <laughs> so that's that's the false. But are you ready for the real deal? Yeah, give me the real deal. I mean, that's why we're here. Yeah. So the best we can determine is that it actually comes from an old Malay word, like Malaysia. Mm. A Malaysian word. Really? Yep. So um, they they had this word amok, which they which means attacking furiously with an uncontrollable or homicidal homicidal rage. Wow! Yeah, I have that feeling all the time. I just never follow through with it. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal: the first English text that was that was written down was in 1516, and it's wow. from, yeah, yeah, it's from a it's called the the Book of Duarte Barbosa. And I've these, read that. Yeah. Okay, so I, last week with old Mumbo Jumbo. Yeah, yeah. So another explorer. Uh, these explorers' books are basically their their journals and their diaries turned into books. And they have these super long, very on-the-nose names. Like, this one's called An Account of the Countries Bordering the Indian Ocean and Their Inhabitants. Yeah, was this a British guy that did this book? That Big wrote this time book? Brit. Man, Big those time Brits Brit. just sailed around. Actually, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> She's got a picture of old Duarte. Old Duarte. Duarte Barbosa. All right. So so in this book, that was the first time that it was written down. So 1500s. Well, it was the first English text. Because yeah, yeah. I actually found stuff that was kind of a little bit mm-hmm. right around that same area. But um, in this text, he has this quote. And here we go. There are some of them. And he's relating to the Javanese people. Mm-hmm. So the, Malaysia, Java. Java. Like all, it's all kind of right in this, this area. Okay. Here. Um, who go out into the streets and kill as many persons as they meet. And this includes men, women, and children. Uh, they go like mad dogs killing until they are killed. They are called Amuko. So there's that. Oh, right. So there's that. Amuko. Amuko. So there's this idea that it comes from that. Okay. Right. Um, now, here's the thing. What is, who's the Amuko, right? Yeah. So Who are they? Well, there's this like old myth that I'm going to tell you. Um, so there's this there's this myth and this comes from Malabar so travelers in Malabar talked about the Amuchi or the Amuko they Mm -hmm. they, both names were used for these desperados like Mm -hmm. these like outcasts of society and Mm -hmm. they were just like you know you gotta watch out when you're traveling because the Amuchi or the Amuko like either way uh, might get you yeah you know but I, I couldn't find anything to actually substantiate these these dudes really existed Really? Yeah. So huh. it could have been like an old traveler's tale. Yeah. Could have been a bugbear. Bugbear. Yeah. Another it's like a warning bear. of the, you know, when you're when you're traveling around. Yeah. Um, so there's some theories about where that comes from. There's a, a Malayan word that is Amar Khan, which is a warrior. And uh, Amar means fight or war. So you, you go like Amak, Amuko, Amar. I see it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of close. Um, there is also that Amuchi comes from a Sanskrit term. Cool. Um, which is... Well, Amak- now you're digging real deep. Dude, listen to this. Amakshya. Wow, that Amak- sounds right. Amakshya. Yeah. So, and that, that means that which cannot be loosed. That which cannot be loosed. Like, you can't... Like, like let go of? Right. So, just imagine Because this. it would just go crazy? 
Here's the deal. Amokshaya. Amokshaya. A-M-O-K-S-H-Y. Yes. Right? That could be our thing. It's like, Those will be our fall zip-ups. Oh. Amokshaya. And then we just put our hoods up and just start breaking windows. And start looking young again. Looking young again. Mm. Just really grow all that hair back. Yeah. That fresh skin. The skin. The skin. That I haven't ravaged by now. <laughs> oh, the skin. Oh. Oh. The peat. It's a, the Scottish peat. Oh, the Scottish peat. So you're talking about a mukshaya. A mukshaya. So yeah, so it's a Sanskrit term. So here's the deal. Uh, there's the idea that it is the uh, the murderer mm-hmm. in question is bound by a vow. So for one reason or another, this guy is like, I gotta kill. I gotta rage. I gotta kill. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, sort of not his fault. Yeah, just because it's he was born with it. It does seem like it's his fault, though. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna kill, it's kind of yeah. your fault. So look, there's the earliest, the earliest, um, earliest, er, the earliest of the words. You've been reading too many texts from the 1500s, Albert. I've been trying to catch up. <laughs> you gotta start, gotta oh start God, early. Oh my, there's so many texts in the 1500s. <laughs> it's all looking like mumbo jumbo to me. <sighs> so there's there's a lot of texts that reference the Amuchi or the Amuko. They're often related to like guards or warriors that fight very passionately, uh, you know, death or glory type Noble. of type of dudes. Yeah, um, but uh, tracing it actually to what we use, it's it's not a hundred percent. You know. Yeah. Um, here's the deal about these guys. So running amok, right? Yeah. They 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 were saying that th- these guys are actually just snapping. They're just snapping and going batshit crazy and killing people, anyone in their way. And usually what happens is they are killed in the process. Like somebody takes them out. Yeah. Because how else, like how else, what are you going to do? Right. You can't reason with these fellows. No, you can't reason with somebody yeah. who's running amok. Yeah. So there was actually a theory that um, these people were just suicidal in an area of the world where suicide wasn't, was not, you know, tolerated. It was, it was like a disgrace, you know? Mm-hmm. So they just wanted to die. So it's like, how do you die? Go out and kill a bunch of people and someone will kill you. Right. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Here's the deal, though. That that's kind of been disproven because it, it, they this was actually this actually became a real psychological term terminology, a psychological disorder in 1849. They called amok was really this idea of kind of snapping and going crazy and killing a bunch of people. Jesus, this made it to actual like it's still on the books. Yeah, yeah. But it was believed back then that the reason that these things were happening with these people is because they were from an isolated culture that wasn't really t- touched by the Western world. They didn't have the capacity. You know what? Screw the Western world. Right. Well, Who needs it? Right. Who needs it? I don't need it. Let's leave. Let's let them run amok. Let them run amok. We're running amok. So here's the thing. The old idea of running amok is actually kind of racist because they believe that these these tribes of people, these, these, these small patches of area, not touched by civilized folk. Right. Um, like basically didn't know how to handle their emotions yeah. and they just flipped out and went crazy and started killing. The thing is, is though this just has continued to happen throughout history in all parts of the world, touched by West, uh, Western civilization or not. Yeah. So it actually was as the, in the, in the psych books, continued to be referenced they were like this is not this is not actually what's going on here it's it's not because of isolation of of culture it's 
because because we're humans and we're all crazy. Yeah, and 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 they say you know there was like this. Uh, there's always a pre-existing psychological condition like depression or you know you suffer like a major loss. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> it's time check, to go. Check. Yeah. <laughs> check. Yeah. So it's crazy that it actually like a muck is something that is very it, it, you know, it's it's in the psych books. Yeah. Yeah. That you know. We Weird, keep on, right? yeah. I, I feel like I feel like a lot of these these idioms come from some dark place, whether it be, you know, like physical violence or mental disorder or assassinations right. by John Wilkes Booth, that spidery fellow that we talked about last you know week. What? Maybe John Wilkes Booth had just run amok. He did run amok, but he only had that one shot. What was that gun called? Forty one Derringer. He should have. A one bullet gun. He should have had one for each arm. Then he could have at least taken out <laughs> eight people, eight presidents <laughs> in the future. Eight presidents in the future. <laughs> yeah. Time traveling John Wilkes Booth. Uh, all right. Here's the one other thing I want to say. So in the Malay culture, right, mm-hmm. they believed that these people that did run amok, if they were not killed in their rampage, there was a belief that they might be haunted by a spirit. Spirit. I love hauntings. Well, listen to the listen to this. I want to get it tattooed on my face right, and butt. Hantubelia is mm-hmm. an evil tiger spirit that possesses a person mm. and makes them just run raging tiger crazy yeah. and start killing. I love that. Yeah. Um, so they actually believed some some of them believed that they were taken over by this spirit. So it wasn't really their fault. So if you survived your own amok attack and weren't killed in the process. Scott free. They actually use the word scot free, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scott free. You were your punishment was light to non existence. Because it's like, dude, you Sorry, were, it was it's a tiger spirit. Tiger spirit just jumped on you. Yeah, I'm gonna start blaming more of my outbursts on tiger spirits. I know, I can't wait to go back to school. Because <laughs> I lose it. Hantu Bellia! <laughs> That's that's another great hoodie idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing about the Hantu Belia, it um, it all, it's a tiger spirit that can also turn into a crow. It's like the tiger crow. Can you get cooler than that? I mean, if we had a football team, we'd be the, we'd tiger, be the crows. tiger crows. Oh man, our yep. football team would be bad. Bad ass. Bad ass. Yeah. All right. Don't self-deprecate. Don't self-deprecate. Don't say um. Don't say um. Don't say um. Don't say um. Tiger crows. Tiger crows. Um, that's pretty much all I had on that. Yeah, it's great. There was one more, uh, there was one more book that really popularized the word running amok or the words running amok. And it was, uh, actually Captain Cook, which is so hard not to think of Captain Hook. Captain Cook. And then when people reference it, they're like, you know, Captain Cook's book, but not not Captain Cook's cookbook. Not not Captain Hook's cookbook. Right. He had his own chef. He's not Alligator meat. Um... Eyeballs. Peter Pan flesh. Oh, oh, right. We're talking. Yes, Captain Hook. Yeah. Wait, is that, isn't that clocks. <laughs> clocks. Just grind up some clocks. Put some uh, hot sauce on them. And you were talking about that Captain Hook, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And good. Smee. Smee. I love Smee. I love Smee, How about too. Dustin Hoffman in the Hook movie? Gotta get him arguably on here. Arguably his best role. <laughs> yeah, that's arguable. But we that doesn't mean we... Uh, I don't see much argument against it. Mm-mm. I could argue hard that it's... Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, let me just give you his quote. Oh, yeah, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you. Uh, his quote was this. This was written in 1772 in a in his book called Voyages, but Voyages is just like the first 
<laughs> part of the words like voyages like to the blah 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 yeah, right. yeah all this stuff. To run amok is to get drunk with opium. To nice. sally forth from the house, kill the persons that injured the amok. So there's this idea. Is this an that, 1800s book? Wait a second. Did you say 1800s? Yeah, so 19th century. I said this is 1772, which would be the oh, 18th so, century. So close, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, anybody that injured the amok, like as if somebody they were attacked first, uh, and anybody that attempts to impede his passage, indiscriminately killing and maiming villagers and animals in a frenzied attack never hurt the animals no you can't do that unless you're gonna eat a burger <sighs> yeah you gotta hurt the animal for then the burger you have to hurt the animal oh, yeah all right cool that was good not bad right yeah actually, I, did, I, I did really think though that you were gonna be like that's what i have too and it's uh, like time to put the table together and team <laughs> up team up i i can't i really i think the 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 chances of that happening are actually a little slim mm. but you know what? If it didn't happen today, yeah. I had the feeling. Next week? It's like when you go to um, the dentist and you're like, this is it. The this cavities is it. are coming. The cavities are coming. Uh, but no, it's, it, I'm glad it didn't because now I get to hear whatever you got to say. But I actually looked at running amok. I didn't actually like read anything about it, you. but I was, but I, but I, my, my eyes passed running amok. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I should go back to that one day. Mm-hmm. You already covered it. I'm about to blow your mind, Albert. Oh my God! As if it couldn't be more blown this weekend. Blow it, baby. <laughs> the blow idiom I am about to do is paint the town red. Get the fuck out of here! I'm clipping. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which you mentioned Ryan, earlier in Ryan. this conversation. Oh, oh. And I just had to act cool. Couldn't I can't freak out. It. Couldn't flinch. Couldn't get excited. I know. I even said I was like, "We gotta do that one." You're like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kept dabbing the sweat. Right, I'm so. This is man. What are we? What are we? A couple brothers of, of idioms. Couple, couple tiger crows. Couple tiger crows. You tiger crow. <laughs> the tiger. Tiger crows. So paint the town red, which let's, let's is in meaning it. very similar to running amok. Yep. All right. So talk to me. But what does paint the, the town red mean? Well. These days, if somebody says, let's paint the town red, I always think that someone's like, let's, you know, let's spend money like we got it. Let's just put on the top hat. Let's get the champagne, go out there and have the best time ever. Yeah. Last night in the world. Spend a wild night out. Yes. Engage in a riotous spree. Dude, run riot, run amok. Look at us. We're so close. You can't script this shit, people. Script the shit. All right, so that's friendship right there. Now I know you you do a lot of research. Have you come across anything about Paint the Town Red? Not even scanned, not, not even, even passed, scanned? dude. Oh, I perfect. have not, not even my peepers have not seepers. You, you haven't been a peeping tom with this information. Oh, peeping tom. No. <laughs> Remember the Ooh. days? I do. All right, so Paint the Town Red has. I'm not going to get into it just yet, but I'm going to let you know that the. The origin story of this is a little, it's kind of all over the place. Okay, but I didn't make my guess yet. I know. So I want you to tell me first what, where you think Paint the Town Red came from. I'm going to have to go with, ooh, what was that Bible thing where you painted the doors so the angel of death would pass over? Mm, I Remember? don't know. Do you know? It was like, it was that thing where that one, the one person they wanted to, oh God. You know, we, I went to Catholic school. Also didn't pay attention to that part. St. Rose of Lima alumni. All right. Here's the deal. 
there was something about the angel of death where they said every the was it the pharaoh no egypt <laughs> some he knew he thought christ was being born right <clears throat> thought christ was being born so he slaughtered they, all the babies they were going to kill every firstborn oh, right yeah 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 but then if you painted the door with a mark then the angel of death passed over I think I'm combining religious You're stories You're mixing here. two stories. I'm mixing. Well, it's all very convoluted. <laughs> it's a little convoluted. But people King just James. keep giving out that money, honey. <laughs> Bible's still the one of the top-selling books of all time. The number one top-selling book. Ugh. Yeah, get have, a different book. You, have you ever read it? I, I started one year, and right. I got through, you know. You just like, hadn't finished yet. I got through Genesis, and I was like, I can't, I can't go. Sorry, uh, too for long. All of our religious listeners out there, it just ain't. It's just not clicking here. So what's what? So you think it has something to do with um, part of me there the slaughter was, of all of the babies that were were well, born? Again, I was combining stories. I, I guess I was thinking like paint the town red, paint that red mark on the door so the angel of death doesn't get you. You know who's? I, I still like, kind of like that answer. I feel like my brother-in-law is listening right now. He's being like, they are thinking of these two very specific stories, and those yeah. idiots cannot come up with it. But we're just trying not to be idiots anymore. That's the point of this podcast. Right. There's no such thing as an idiotic question. Yes, there is. Except for, did they have boats back then? <laughs> Everyone wants to tell me how bad of a question that was. Actually, last time somebody said was, were you drunk? And I was like, well, I was drinking. <laughs> I'm always drinking. I'm always drinking. All right. Paint the town red. I'll, I'll give you some, some background. Okay? So it's not the angel of death? No, it's neither of those things. <laughs> Sorry. Good guess, though. Mm, Talking thanks. about the Bible is always safe. Because there are a lot of idioms that come from the bible that's true we actually maybe for easter sunday we do a special bible idiom session yeah but on easter saturday because i am not getting depressed again like we did last time with black dog sunday oh god keep in well we have off on monday right right all right anyway so let's get into this so uh, there's a few different stories here with the origin so i'm just gonna real quick oscar wilde you mm -hmm. read picture of Dorian gray right mm-hmm he believed that Paint the Towns Red came from Dante's Inferno. That old yes. classic, right? Yes. From the Divine Comedy, 14th century, um, in a line where, where uh, Dante says, we are they who painted the world scarlet with sins. Well, he didn't say it, but it was in his, his poem. Okay. So, we are they who painted the world scarlet with sins. Oh. To me, that's pretty spot on, Yeah, because right? sins are fun. Yes. We go out. We're going to commit some sins. Oh, committing a sin? We're going to throw blood everywhere. Hell is where you want to be. Oh, yeah. So that was, I mean, Oscar Wilde said that, and I think that's a pretty pretty good call. And Wilde? He was Run crazy. Wild, he ran paint the town red. Oscar Wilde ran wild with the boys. Mm. <laughs> mm. We should <laughs> the young boys. <laughs> I don't know how young they were, but they were definitely men. Um, which is why I like Oscar Wilde so much. The second thing, excuse me. Um, You're excused. Th there was an old Irish song. Yeah, which, now I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. The old Irish song. I don't actually don't didn't even write any of this down, but. You know, um, having bonfires lit and the sky being red. You know, like bonfires on the hills, all right? And all the distant hills with yeah. the red. But I don't really, I don't really think that's got anything to do with it. The the believed background of this is actually from the American frontier, the Wild West, the best West, the best West. Cowboys would get drunk 
Right, right on. Cowboys love to drink. You know it. And they would shoot their guns in the air, and they said, "We're gonna paint this town red if anyone tries to stop us from doing what we want." Because basically, red with blood. Right, like wow, paint the town red as if it's a it's like a shortened version of what they were saying. He's like, "We're gonna paint the town red if anyone tries to stop us with your blood." <laughs> yeah, with your blood. Do not fuck with us. We're having a good old time. Right, we're we're trying to run amok here. Oh man! Now there's also some there's more contention about that that it also could be in the in the West when you know in the 1800s when they were going out there for the gold, the big yeah the, the big G O L D, um, that they would basically everything was all the towns were turning into brothels basically there were brothels in all these towns see no problem here and. They were essentially the red light districts of, oh, of Europe. So wow. to paint the town red would be just to, you know, go have sex with a bunch of different ladies and get drunk and get wild. <laughs> get STDs. Get some STDs, get some syphilis, lose your nose. Um, Whoa. <laughs> so that, those, are, that, those are the, uh, the stories where it's most likely where it comes from, especially in American slang, because it wasn't even written anywhere until 1883 in america actually really however this is the story that i think is more interesting that a lot of people say uh by the way all of these stories have been interesting oh uh, that's true I-, I wanted to mash them into a sandwich and eat it down mm, interesting story sandwich mm-hmm. so Wait, the iss <laughs> uh yeah right man yeah it works so there was uh there was this uh marquee uh marquee of waterford Lo- love a marquee who doesn't love a marquee they're just so, they just think they can do whatever they want. They're just, ah, the Marquis de Cabras. I know I said that wrong, but from Neil oh, Gaiman. Neil Gaiman's uh, American Gods. Uh, Underworld. Underworld. Oh, no, Neverwhere. Neverwhere. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Kate Beckinsdale. All right. 18, wait, she's from Underworld. Oh, right. Right, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. So 1837, so about 50 years before this American slang term is used, there was this Marquis of Waterford named Henry de la Porte Beresford. And he was apparently the crazy. Oh, crazy? Good. Yeah. He had a group of dudes and they would just go wild in the streets. All right? All the time. This is my guy. He was actually referred to as the Mad Marquis. And so the, <sighs> the town where this most, mostly uh, revolved around was called Melton Mowbray in right. England. All right? And there was one specific night where they got super drunk and they were coming through the toll gate and the guy's like, oh, you got to pay the toll. And they're like, screw this. And they all started freaking out. And they, they happened to be fixing the toll gate at the time. There was there was cans of red paint everywhere. No. Yes. They grabbed the red the, the cans of red paint and they started um, painting. They, they started covering people with paint. Oh, doors God. of several homes. There was this swan statue at some inn. They painted that red. You they, win, you win, you win. It's so good. They broke windows, flower pots. They just went crazy. <laughs> and they painted literally, red, then they broke them. <laughs> they literally painted the town red. And it was in the it was in the news. And you know he was the marquee. So I mean, how much trouble can this guy actually get in? Right. You They're like, oh, I mean? you know. So they a little marquee in all of us. Right. So they got they got fined or whatever. But it, it it really was just like this epic drunken night out. And it wasn't for another 50 years that paint the the actual phrase paint the town red was used. And it wasn't even used until it was used in American slang. But that's a pretty, I don't know, there's something that about is that. A, that. That is the story. That is what I want it to be. Yeah, that's what it's I want it so to be. It's so good that it seems fake. 
Yeah. And I'm about to I'm about to to blow your mind just a little it bit more. It cannot be blown anymore. It can. Watch. You ready? I'm the marquee. <laughs> You're the marquee. I knew it. The marquee of Waterford was also believed to be the original Springheel Jack. What the fuck are you talking about, baby? <laughs> Springheel Jack. Oh my god. You Wait don't a know Springheel Spring Jack? Jack? Is that an old punk band? It was an old punk ska band, right? Oh yeah, that's why it sounds familiar. Springheel Jack is this old English folklore thing from the 1800s. This this guy who had metal claws breathed fire and can jump over nine foot walls Fucking fuck fuck <laughs> i hate i love you because it's so good you just killed my you killed me yeah i'm trying to kill you right now you are killing me go you got me it, the same year that he painted the town red was the first sighting of the spring hill jack and this guy found this woman and he was bre- he breathed fire probably he from booze right tore her dress off and she started screaming and he was like mumbling all this crazy stuff. Yeah. She started screaming. He, some people ran over. He leapt over a nine foot wall away. He like leapt away. He had like a cape on and he was this, this creature that people, and there were sightings of him for uh, up until 1904. There were sightings of this spring heeled Jack character. Run me down the creature. list. Metal hands. He claws. had metal claws. Cape. He, yeah, he had a cape on and he breathes had, fire. Breathes fire and he could he could leap really high heights. So the so people believed that this Marquis of Waterford was the original Springfield Jack, Spring Hill Jack, and then all of a sudden there were copycats. But his friends, because he had all these friends, were were um, Spring Hilled Copycat Jack? Yeah. Copy- oh. <laughs> Spring Hilled Copycat Jack? Oh, you must be talking about Springhill Copycat Jack. <laughs> it's the 1930s and he's come back. And talkies are very big right now. <laughs> right? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting it. <laughs> Someone's learning history. Hey. So uh, apparently this, this marquee, his friends were mechanical geniuses and could have potentially actually built him these spring heels, like these springs yes. that he put on your boots. Yes. He also hated cops, hated women. So would right. want would 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 uh, would have wanted to have messed with cops and and like sexually harassed women. Yeah, he was the Mad Marquis. So this guy is the character I've always wanted and never knew. This is the guy. And you know, like I kind of before like breathing fire, take a fucking swig of something strong and yeah, right. So there were sightings of this guy all over. There was one in Liverpool and London and and this this town. So. I mean, it makes sense because he would have traveled all the time because he was rich and just did whatever he wanted. Oh, and yeah. he happened to be in London at the same time this the first sighting of Spring Hill Jack happened. This this is this is the best day of my life. <laughs> oh my god. I, you know, as soon as I as soon as I saw the connection between um paint the town red to this marquee to Spring Hill Jack, I knew you would like it. I really like it, and I don't know about you, but I know what I'm being for Halloween this year. You have to be, the and then every Jack. day after that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of information about about this this um, folklore character, artist so, renditions. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of art, and also, there's about to be one. Also, the Penny Dreadfuls started making stories about him. 
We got to get those. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of cool, you know, Penny Dreadful covers with, with pictures of him. He was very devilish looking. I'll bet he was. Oh, yeah. I bet he had bear trap teeth. He probably had bear trap teeth. Right. Um, do you watch Penny Dreadful, the show? I don't watch the show, but I've read some of Varney the Vampire, which was that famous vampire uh, Penny Dreadful. Okay, well, what I'm saying is maybe mm-hmm. I haven't. I watched one Penny maybe Dreadful, Spring but maybe Hill they Jack have a Spring Hill there? Jack episode. Oh, we gotta look that up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Josh Hartnett's in there. Handsome fella. Handsome fella. Lucky number eleven. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky number Hartnett. Hartnett. <laughs> Lucky number me. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> cool. Gotta cancel so, the movie. Too much steam in here. That's all the information I've got on Paint the Town Red. But oh, that's it. it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because that's fucking. Amazing. I thought you'd like it. And you know what? These Nelson touches really got us through most of this episode, too. Yeah, they got these lips loose. The lips are loose. So I just want to say on record that Paint the Town Red is probably American slang, probably comes from the American frontier. But the fact that this happened, I think, is just really cool and worth bringing up. Uh, yes, and I say it's the official origin story. You heard it here. As the podcast hosts, Don't Be an Idiom says... It was the Marquis. And don't forget to see the talkie. Marquis and me. How to make your own metal claws. Go on. For the mm-hmm. boys. Mm-hmm. And... Mm, he lost it. I did. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, we will. <laughs> cool. Well, good job today, buddy. Very good job. Some good stories. You know, here's the thing. I know that when you were looking up Paint the Town Red, you could not have known how great that origin was. I didn't know. That is that that might be my favorite thing that we've talked about so far. Wow. Well, I think episode five is kind of, you know, that's a big deal. Big time, yeah. Because then after five, it's ten. That's right. That's coming up. We're going to do something real special for you guys. Oh, yeah. We haven't figured it out yet. but No, but we got a couple ideas clinking around up there. Bing. Was that a surprising sound? Very. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be it. What are your parting words, Albert? My parting words are, I love my friend Ryan. <laughs> he blew my mind, and then he blew up the little pieces of my mind that were left on the floor. I'm going to eat them up later. Mm. Love eating brains. Yes. Stay tuned for episode six, The Brain Eaters. Yeah, come around next week for episode six. Guys, send us an email at don'tbeanidiom at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram. Follow us on Facebook if you want. Check out the Spotify. We got some tunes. Mr. D is always making some Spotify playlists that have something to do with our previous episodes. So that'd be good. And um, until next week, don't don't be an idiot. Jack. It's a classic whodunit. 
Who done it, I ask ya? It's probably Jack. Springheel Jack. Some say he has claws. Some say he has fire breath. Some say he has bouncy shoes. Jack. The printing presses are running red. Running red with blood, that is. Springheel Jack. Spring Heel Jack. You know, they say Jack doesn't like ladies or the cops. If you're a lady or the cops, you better put an egg in your shoe and be it. I'm Spring Heel Jack. Hide your kids. Keep your wives behind closed doors. Put them in the closet. Put them in the closet. I'm Spring Heel Jack. You know, those wives in the closet might be getting pretty hungry. Hungry for beef jacket.